Drive Time on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Zurich. When investment performance matters, make sure your savings are with Zurich. Visit zurich.ie to find out more. Tweet at Drive Time RTE. A new representative group for nursing homes is calling for a revised model of funding for the sector following 60 closures in the past five years. The Alliance Supporting Nursing Homes brought government and opposition politicians along with healthcare, profession- along with healthcare professionals excuse me, together for their inaugural conference at Limerick's Thoman Park today. Our reporter John Cook was there and he joins us now. John, can you tell us more? Yes, Sarah, the Alliance describes itself as Ireland's newest and second largest association for the nursing home sector, bringing like-minded nursing home operators together in a cost of care crisis, according to Chief Executive Shane Scanlon, who's the director of nursing himself at the Listow Lodge Nursing Home in County Kerry. When I met him at the home of Munster Rugby today, I asked Shane if the Alliance is a rival group to Nursing Homes Ireland and if members felt their views weren't being taken on board at national level. Yeah, we, we are a rival group to Nursing Homes Ireland. I myself am our Director of Nursing. All our representatives actively work in the sector. We believe representation from the sector sh- should come directly from source and people who actively work and manage every day in the sector. Uh, we've had huge success in the positive relationships we've built up with State Departments, Minister Butler's office um, and all the other key stakeholders across the industry. So it's been really positive. What is it you want to say to government, to Minister Butler and what do you want to hear? So over the last five years we've seen the closure of 60 nursing homes. Our current uh, funding model for residents is as follows. So it's National Treatment Purchase Fund to negotiate with nursing homes to decide the weekly rate per resident per week. For fair deal funding. Yes, yes. And that's bedboard laundry. It takes into account the general commercial viability of an area. And what we're saying is the word care isn't there. And what we're asking for is a cost of care model to be put in place where the funding follows the resident that has a base rate for any resident in the country that's attached to the CPI index. So when we hit inflationary periods like we're in at the moment, it can move. We're asking then for that to be topped up by the resident's dependency level. What level of care do you need? So it's individual to their care needs. And also, obviously, taking into account where is your nursing home located? What services do you offer? And we have fantastic nursing homes that are 20 beds, 30 beds, 50, 70, 100 plus. And they all have very different services, but they're all very important for an ageing population. Now, Shane Scanlon told me the Alliance supporting nursing homes as members from Donegal to Dublin to Cork, concerned about costs and fair deal funding, as well as uh, geographical disparities in that funding. I spoke to some of them, starting with Devine Hayworth of St Paul's Nursing Home in Limerick's Dora Doyle, a 57-bed facility she took over from the nuns, as she put it in 2010, explaining the 1962 construction did not meet with HICWA standards and fire safety regulations. We've recently had to um, put a lot of funding into bringing us up to um, regulation or to meet regulation. So we're looking at probably costs of up to one million we've had to put in. So when the minister talks about grants and for repairs like this, I think she said it's like a 10 million fund. Well, that's across the board. How much can you reclaim or recoup, do you know, from government on that? Uh, approximately 25,000, I understand, yeah. Out of a million. Yes. Uh, Will that keep you going or is, are there questions about the viability of nursing homes like this for your 57 residents? Absolutely, because along with that challenge, I suppose I have, like every other nursing home, the challenges of of staffing, retaining, salary expectation rates per hour have gone up hugely, even over and above what the minimum wage has gone up to. 
if we, for example, got 90-95 euro rise in, in the fair deal per resident this year, the cost of the minimum wage going up would have equated to approximately 70 euros per staff member. So the higher rise that we did see has not covered costs. Bridie Fahey, you're in the Central Park Nursing Home in Clonburn in Galway, a 70-bed facility, and you spoke to me about the, the complex care you provide. But we often hear from the, the, the HSE-funded facilities uh, are given higher levels of funding per patient because of their complex cases. You say nursing homes privately run are doing it too. Absolutely. Um, we have, and we're very delighted to have a specialised dementia unit called Memory Lane, where we have taken residents from all over the country and from HSE nursing homes um, because we feel we can um, deliver and look after their complex care needs here. But sadly, the NTPF do not see this when you go over negotiations. You know, staff ratio one-to-one is needed more for these dementia cases and that comes with the cost. So that's Bridie Fahey from County Galway. John, what did the politicians have to say then about funding nursing homes like hers? Well, among many to speak, Sarah, was Sinn Féin's health spokesperson, David Cullinan, who pledged to review the pricing mechanism for the Fair Deal scheme, but also to provide more public nursing home beds in HSE-run facilities. The opening address came from Minister for Mental Health and Older People, Mary Butler, who outlined that €10 million repair grants fund uh, that we mentioned earlier and a a €3.2 million training fund for geriatric care. So she defended the government's support for nursing home sector when I spoke to her at Park. The budget um, to support the 22,700 people for this year is 1.5 billion. Now, put that into context, that's more than my mental health budget, which is 1.3 billion for the whole country. That's more than all the money provided for the South South West Hospital Group with three acute hospitals. What I did last year, I secured an extra 45 million to fund nursing homes. And for all of those who renegotiated their deed last year, they saw an uplift of between 6 to 7 percent, a higher uplift if you're in a rural area, between 9 and 10 percent. And also, um, coupled with that, you can now renegotiate your deed every year. And they have seen an uplift on average, if it's a 50-bedded nursing home, an uplift on average of 200,000 extra um, for the year. And if some of those nursing home operators from Kerry to Donegal here at Thomond Park today tell you that's still not enough, they're worried that there isn't a future for their business, they also tell you they're worried about multinational dominance when 38% of all long-term beds are now operated by 15 large companies mm-hmm. funded by private equity yeah. firms. They want to know what you're going to do about that. So my focus at the moment is I'm not happy with the amount of HSC beds in community nursing units, the length and breadth of the country, only 20% of beds for nursing home care are what we would call public beds. There was 90 community nursing units, HSE run nursing units that were identified in 2016 that weren't HICWA compliant. We have 47 of them uh, rebuilt now, but we have another 43 to do. And that's where I want to start. Instead of building a 50 bedded unit or a 60 bedded unit, you add another 20 beds on. The other place is you have a consolidation of the market. We have investment funds and we have REITs who have invested almost 3 billion into nursing homes in Ireland over the past three years and this is happening all over Europe. It's very very hard um, to prevent that so what I need to do is to continue to support the smaller nursing homes and that's why I have constant engagement. And that was Minister Mary Butler ending John Cook's report.